baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Thursday, the 14th of December. Christmas right around the corner. Feels like it. Not weather-wise. Oh, my goodness. So nice out there today. Hope you got a chance to enjoy it. I know some of you want snow and some of you want cold, and you people are nuts. Just enjoy the fact that it's nice. Savor it. Enjoy the moment. Uh, glad to have you spending some time with us today on Drive Time with DeRussia. I'm Jason DeRussia. Dan Cook is off. Charlie is here, DeRussia Eats is not off, and you are going to love our next guest, the family behind a, a series of local restaurants that have become icons in our community, Keys Cafe in DeRussia Eats. It was such a dramatic buildup. No. No. <laughs> wow. No, that's not it. Don't worry. Really so dramatic. Yeah, fireworks. There's like a voice. E. <laughs> there's like a there's a big voiceover guy. It's it's fine. In your eyes. I've got this lightning rounds. So Light. good. So many good ones. Are we on the air? Yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> this is actually this is really a I was gonna say this is this it, not only we not only you know. mess up, so does yeah. Jason. Like just there's a, a little big well, it's me. It's all right. <laughs> I'll take the blame. I'll blame okay. I'll, I'll take the blame. And it we'll is, let you take the lead fault. too. That's right. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the family from Keys Cafe. Durashi Eats is brought to you by the Minnesota Pork Board and Liquor Boy. We'll just edit it in later, Charlie. Like don't even worry about it. Don't even worry. Don't worry. Charlie. You're good, Charlie. Charlie, you're fine. Everyone's already blamed me. So <laughs> it's because like Charlie, Charlie. Nice for once. Charlie's very adorable. Like, yeah. it's understandable. We've met and, Charlie. So. And, yeah, you yes. know. You know the deal. Uh, Barbara Hun and her family, all in studio. Well, not all, but many in studio today. There's uh, a few missing. <laughs> that's Jeannie. We've, Hi. We've got Frankie. Hi, I'm Frankie. You probably, probably know me from Roseville. You're in Roseville. Jeannie, you're, Roseville. you're in Roseville. Don, Don you're in Roseville as well. also in Roseville. And I'm just all over the place. You get to go wherever you want, right, I Barbara? do whatever I want. Uh, Keys Cafe, it is astonishing, really, the longevity. Tell, tell the story, Barbara. Oh, well, okay, before I say anything... Uh, this studio is wonderful. They have these wonderful chairs. And you should have seen me trying to get up on this chair. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> Stumbling. <laughs> B- back when I worked in uh, at the TV station, the anchor desk was halfway up in the air. Yeah. And so we would have to get on these giant stools that they put like big two by fours like in the pneumatics to try to make it even taller. Mm-hmm. And we had some shorter staff members who... You know, we lost a few folks on Well, I was, I'm yeah. surprised Mom made it up. I was a little concerned. You did it. That, you did. Uh, Boy, yeah. what a terrible ending. It's oh, like, my well. God. I know. And the car, the, 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 the uh, chairs kept rolling away from me. <laughs> like was, Bar- it, it was, Barbara it had funny. a good run, but DeRussia <laughs> yeah. yeah. ended it. With, yeah. Yeah. with a chair. CCO <laughs> took her down. Uh, 1973 is when the first... 
Keys That's Cafe. That's exactly right, November 1st. and uh, St. Paul. St. Paul on Raymond Avenue. And my, uh, my friend, Beverly Oyan, brought me into the restaurant and said, uh, we sat in the back booth, and she said, if I buy this place, will you run it? And I thought, why not? I'm, I'm capable of, well, I'm not capable. I had no idea. <laughs> I said, sure. I had nothing else to do, although I had four kids at home, and I was a housewife. At any rate, that's how it all started. Ten years later, you opened the next one, right? Right. We, we went out to uh, New Brighton. New, thank you. And, uh, and then I took Jeannie and sent her up there. She was uh, 23 years old. I wasn't 23 yet. I was a baby. I was 22. Oh. It was terrifying. Oh, the poor baby. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying. I did not have four kids at that time. So <laughs> so, so young. You were so, so young. young. I think yeah. you had a Corvette, right? I had a Corvette. Had I did Corvette. not have children. I had a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> so. That but. was the second one, yeah. And now how many Keys Cafe? Well, right now, well, we've... Lost one in Spring Lake Park, but right now we have eight. But there's a new one going in on Highway 36 in Stillwater. Uh-huh. In, in, in Stillwater, and that will be ready. Yeah, around, awesome. Around February, I think. Boy, the growth out in that area is is, is crazy. It's we are crazy. up on the hill. Yeah, we're not in Stillwater proper. We're up on the hill, but I think for what we do, I think it'll be a really good. Perfect up there. Yeah, Devil's yeah. Advocate just yes. opened out yeah. there, which is uh, really nice. You know, they were in Minneapolis too, and are like, "Hey, we gotta we gotta go where the people are." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So they moved from Minneapolis. They're still. They still have a they spot on Nicollet Mall. Yes. Yep. And okay. mom, we. I think we went there once. When Phil's, we Phil's is one of our places that we like to oh, go oh, to. Phil's hide, hideaway. Tara yeah. Phil's Tara, Tara hideaway. Tara, Tara. And, yes. and they didn't. They didn't have room for us. So we uh, ran across the street to um, Devil's Advocate, yeah. and we had a great right. meal there. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good community, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, Keys Cafe, family owned. Breakfast is sort of what you're known for. Well, that's kind of all our awards are for breakfast. Yeah, which is, you know, the majority of them are. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and most were all generated from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Yeah, all all were voted by readership, but we've got decades of those awards for best breakfast. We expanded dinner when we did opened up. Um, well, New Brighton had dinner, but it was just it's, it was just such a smaller location. And then, uh, Mom, which was it, uh, Roseville, where we really expanded our dinner crowd? It, yeah, if, if, I believe it was Roseville. Yeah, that we really expanded the dinner crowd and our turkey dinner. I mean, we are obviously, as you know, really yes. well known for our turkey dinner. Um, and our sandwiches and salads. So we are, that clientele has definitely expanded, um, but come Saturday or Sunday morning, it is the breakfast that, yeah. that people are showing up for. And there aren't a lot of breakfast loca- it, you know, it's places. It's true. It's true, Barb. You know, you know yeah, um, I'm thinking of dinner. And, you know, I think when we were downtown Minneapolis here, and we still are, 
Yeah. We're, we're in the Fauché shower. tower. I should nice. not have had that drink before I came. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't driving. <laughs> My last day at CCO, we went over and oh, at TV when I was over there, we went over to the Keys at the Fauché and sat at that bar, which yeah. is sort of a sneaky little bar that people don't often uh, don't always think of in downtown. No, but because it, you're right in the hotel, it's a really nice bar. Yeah, it, it's a great bar. It's you know art art deco the whole the whole. It's area cool. There. The yeah. space is really neat. Yeah. Keys Cafe is the focus on Russia Eats today. Barbara, when you look at you know fifty years now, what 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 do you attribute the longevity and the success to? Just um, staying focused and and doing what you do. Yeah. And and doing it right. Is it hard in a family business, Jeannie? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Yes. You should have just biked us the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> the whole drive. I'm mean, the there. There are definitely there are definitely challenges, and you've got, um, especially with the generation that my children, our children are, they're just a little more strong-willed, a little more have their own ideas, that they're more apt to want to implement. Whereas, and I, and I can say this, when for me, working for my mom, it was, you tell me what to do, I'm going to do it. And, and at, that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. And now there's just That's like, how I grew up, too. Yeah, <laughs> and now there's just a it's little... It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little more conversation. People want to mm-hmm. be heard. And, not, and, and there's, very, there's a huge amount of positives. Um, I, and at the end of the day, I, I want to say, for me, it's just like... Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll come up with a solution, uh, and I'll take everybody's ideas and thoughts into consideration, and we'll move forward with something positive. But it's still one of the most fantastic businesses, and I there's no more joy than or there, I have so much joy being able to work with my children. And Frankie, and did that. you know you wanted to do this? I mean, when when because you grew up. It's a little different when you grow up in these restaurants, but as a kid, you were there. Yeah, I mean, I just consider it an honor. I don't see it as um, a burden or something that would be, like, something I have to carry. I think it's, like, something that is, like, I don't want to cry. But it's such a beautiful thing, and, I mean, it's an honor. If I get to do it, that's going to be the best thing I will ever be able to do because it's carrying on something that Mm. started a long time ago, and I believe in it. I love talking to customers. I think it is such a beautiful exchange to be able to serve people. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to keep carrying it on. It's pretty cool to hear, Barbara. Well, right? that's really good to hear. Everyone's crying. <laughs> she, I know, right? I'm a little... I'm a little I, let me qualify. She just had a baby a little while. <laughs> so she's very... Clarify or your tears. <laughs> well, yeah. She's still it's, a little emotional. It's her Shout number out to four. to Philip at home listening yeah. to me. I yeah. love you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's six months old. You have four? I have four. And I have three stepkids, too. So I have seven. Busy house. Busy, busy. That's know? that's why you need such uh, large servings and those yeah, uh, on those meals. That, to run. A lot of location. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You're you're building the staff of the future. Exactly. Yeah. We and we need and- to we need to take a quick break. It's four nineteen. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back. I want to talk about the bakeries. I think that's a part of your operation that's always been so cool. Uh, and so many texts. Everyone wants a keys near them. That's pretty good. I love that. I love that, Perfect. and it's very true. Perfect. That's right. The West Side wants you. The South Metro, all the texts yeah. come in. So pretty true. great. Very, Follow very us good. On Facebook. Four twenty back with uh, 
the team from Keys, the family, as we continue here on CCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, it's hard to wrangle this crew. Our Keys Cafe family here at DeRussia Eats, the matriarch of the business, Barbara Hahn, who started this 50 years ago in St. Paul. Now they've grown uh, and shared the news that they're opening in Stillwater coming in 2024. So good. Hopefully, hopefully February. All right. Very exciting uh, for our East Metro friends. Uh, you know, we were just talking about the full service nature of Keys Cafe. Right. Uh, because so many places have gone to counter service or some hybrid format. Do you guys have you considered ever making a making a change? It would feel weird. You're like a diner. Like no, you need no, to be taken no. care of. Maybe when I'm dead, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. But while I'm alive, yeah. it stays the way it is. Yeah. Part of it is just staying true to who we are. And I think that's one of the reasons why we have been so successful and become an institution is we ultimately say stay true to what my mom started 50 years ago, and that is that full sit-down family diner slash cafe, uh, and to try and continue to keep that feel. And that's also part of the attraction is people come in because they're they're uh, they're regulars. There's people that come in every day, and uh, it's it's their kitchen and extended family. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, scratch recipes. You're doing stuff the old-fashioned way. Right. And that, that goes down uh, to one of the things I was amazed to learn, uh, Barbara, that that th- the bakery, it's not like uh, – are, are you still doing it in, well, in each shop? Well, actually we are. But, you know, I never started with the bakery. You didn't? On Raymond. I, well, <laughs> I did a few things. Like I made pies. Right. Caramel rolls and cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Caramel rolls, cinnamon rolls, and and cookies and and cakes. But so a not well, that's a bakery. Yeah. That's a lot of things. <laughs> but, 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 but it's not. all I did was pies, <laughs> cookies, cinnamon. cinnamon rolls. I think but, what what right. mom's but aligning it's not it with twenty pies. It's not twenty, 20 right? You know, right? And, and we made our own bread, but it, it when it expanded, the kids took off, and it became. A bakery. Mm-hmm. So a many pies, bakery. so many cakes. Your cookies are the best. Absolutely the best. Like that, for a long time, was a requirement for my wife that, uh, because she worked from home, that I would go to Keys Cafe and get, like, a snickerdoodle or a monster cookie and bring it home. I love that. And Jamie Ucas, when I co-anchored the morning yes. show with her, Jamie used to send me, and you're like, how is Yuka sending me to go? But yes, she, you know. <laughs> you listen. I listen. I li- if a woman in my life tells me to do something, you, I do it. You're Very a good, good boy. Yeah, yes. But she would send me to go get her cookies at Keys. But the cookies are amazing. But you do bars and the whole thing. We do, yes. And most of the locations have their own full-time baker, if not three or four 
full-time bakers that create everything. And the thing is, it's all created from scratch. Everything is baked. Your order is baked the day before. And we do custom cakes. We do wedding cakes. We do uh, the dessert trays. Of course, all the pies. I think Thanksgiving, between all the stores, we probably did around 1,200 pies. Wow. Between the Wednesday and Thursday. It, it's sometimes a little overwhelming when I when I look at all the orders I'm like oh my gosh we just make pot like boxes over and over, over and yeah we, have we walls just, of boxes to put all the pies so in that we you can know put the pies in the boxes and they'll be ready to go on Thanksgiving and this happens at all the restaurants that have turkey dinners to go so it's not only Roseville it's White Bear it's Woodbury Hudson it's Hudson it's Forest Lake Robert Street, downtown St. Paul. Uh, well, Robert Street isn't as into as much as the um, the dinners to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they just don't have the room, so they play it safe. Has the to-go aspect of things really uh, changed uh, oh, yeah. your business? Because pre-COVID, yes. there wasn't that much right. to go, was there? I'll never forget my COVID story when we were, we were shut down, so we could only do to-go, and... Like, I was like, Mom, it can just be me up there. I'll just open. Me and a cook will be fine. And, like, I can't remember what happened, but, like, a fuse went out. And then it was like, it went back on, and I had, like, 300 tickets. Whoa. And it was just me. And I was like, I well, need Well, because help we, in here. we implemented the DoorDash and the, you know, the delivery services to accommodate those customers. Sure. And so it was a whole learning experience for us. We had takeout, we had to go, but you'd get, you know, maybe three or four orders at lunchtime where all of a sudden it's 90% of your business. Mm. And now we, it still is very strong. It Obviously, people are coming in and, and eating now. But it is definitely – it definitely increased our business, and yeah. then we leveled off. But it still is probably 25 to 30% more than what it was pre-COVID. Barbara Hahn is here from Keys Cafe along with her uh, daughter and son-in-law and granddaughter – all here on CCO. Barbara, what are you most proud of? 50 Years Keys oh, Cafe. I'm so proud of my family. You know, they, they, they have carried on the tradition, and, and they're doing just a fantastic job. And I'm, I'm proud of my, my son-in-laws who came into the business not knowing what the hell they were coming into, but they came into it. And, and they're all fantastic. I, you know, and grandchildren. Now I have 12 13 grandchildren working in the business. Wow. And and actually, I have some great grandkids that will come in and uh, put stickers on boxes uh. sitting at the counter. You know, you know I am so, I'm so blessed. This, this has been a great journey for me, and it never started out as a lifetime experience, but it's ended up that way. And, uh, and it's because of my kids who have carried it on. And, you know, every, every time I'd buy a restaurant, I'd put a kid in there or one of my children. I shouldn't yeah. say a kid. Only you can say that. They are not goats. Yeah, I'm just, I couldn't have a better life. I couldn't mm-hmm. have a better life. What a wonderful life. It's really great, and it is, you know, I believe that Keys Cafe and these family-owned, special, unique 
places that we go to gather, whether it's for breakfast on the weekend or dinner or lunch for a business meeting, whatever. That is what makes this place unique and special and home. And so what you guys have done with Keys Cafe over all these years and all these cakes and turkey dinners and on and on and on uh, is a big deal. Yeah. So thank you guys. Thank, well, well, thank, yeah, thank, thank you. Thank, and thank all my wonderful, faithful customers. You guys you know, I, I, You know, 50 years. Well, I, and, I, and I, I know that we all want to create an environment that our customers coming in, they become family. We're family to them. They're family to us. And, and for me to know, I just had someone, they said my, their, her father has passed away. And the, every time he was in town, uh, he always would come to Keys. And can you, would you do the food for the funeral? I mean, to have a daughter go, this is the food I want because this is what my dad would want mm-hmm. is just a great testament. And it, it, just this is why we do what we do, and it makes it easier to go in every day and do what we do. It's pretty it's cool. It's an honor. Yeah. It's an honor. Keys Cafe, uh, they're all over the place, coming soon to Stillwater. Uh, more than breakfast, though. You can go get them, go get that dinner, go visit them for their bakery, all of it. And, and we do now. We have two, um, two uh, restaurants that have liquor. No, three. Mm. Um, and the new <laughs> one will have... Alcohol too, <laughs> and stop hiccuping down. Get out of here! Get out of here! Thank you guys so much. Thank oh, you for coming in, and Frankie, thanks for setting it up. She yeah, did. She did the work to wrangle all this. That so. she did. That she, she did. She and you enjoy all that food that's in the break room. Oh my yeah. goodness! I'll yeah. post a picture. Make sure Charlie gets some. Charlie, yeah, you'll Charlie have gets the most. That's right, for sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys. Four thirty-four traffic and weather coming up next on CCO. All right, I had that moment today, that moment where you say, do I need to tip this person? It wasn't at a restaurant. It wasn't at one of the concession stands at the XL Energy Center, which for some reason our sporting venues are asking us to tip people now. Everybody gets it. You all deserve it. You all deserve a tip. And as always, Charlie and I, the tip jar is open. I mean, you could just Venmo me. Anytime. 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 Easy. Any money. I mean, a penny. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take anything. So we have uh, some great folks who come and clean our house every other week. La Tida. It is one of the great luxuries uh, that we have used to treat ourselves. Now, we still straighten, you know, we straighten for the cleaners, but to have someone come in your house, vacuum, clean the toilets, do the thing, we do it every two weeks, but they've only uh, worked in our house for like two months, so they're kind of new. Had that moment, got the text from my wife, because you know. Like every married couple, this is how we communicate. She's downstairs, I'm upstairs, she texts me. Do we tip the cleaner? I say yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because I think if you don't tip the people who clean your house, you're inviting them to just take some money out of your drawer. <laughs> These people would never do that. Never do it. But, you know. 
I mean, it's the holiday season. It's the holiday right? season. It's, it's not every time necessarily, but it's a, it's a holiday season tipping. Who are you tipping for the holidays? 651-461-9226. There's so many different uh, articles about this when I was looking it up, like trying to see, okay, like, who, what do you tip? How much do you tip? What's the etiquette? Because I feel like tipping has sort of, I don't know, it's all sort of changed over the last couple of years because of the digital, uh, uh, you know, cash register thing. Yep, the uh, touch screen where you just turn it around and right. click 20%. So, like, I said to my wife this weekend that our newspaper delivery person, who we don't ordinarily tip, I, sorry, you know. Does that does this make me a bad person? Maybe. We get Sunday delivery and you know, for a while, to be honest, it was a good day if it actually showed up. But this guy whoever our delivery now, I don't know who it is, right? Whoever the driver is, uh the delivery guy now, he is he or she is getting a tip. Because when it's snowy and cold, that paper is right up against the garage. So I open the door. I don't have to go walking out. Like, pretty good. Yeah. Like, no matter the weather lately, that thing has been there. And you're like, I appreciate that. I mean, that's why I always tip the mailman, too, right? Holiday tip. Now, are you allowed to, if you're a post? uh, Yeah, of course. I don't know if they're allowed to accept tips. Well, not every time, but as a, a holiday gift, I guess... Maybe you don't call it a Well, tip. like federal government You're doesn't it feel like gift. they – I don't know if they're allowed. Really? I, well, I mean, I'm sure they're not going to pass. <laughs> yeah, my, my money isn't there still. Maybe I should check behind the mailbox. It is like – it's an interesting – it's an interesting sort of discussion. So, like, do you tip – do you tip the garbage people? I've heard of folks who tip the garbage people. I don't know. I – Never like, do you tape it that. to the top of the can? Like, how do you do that? Do you run outside? The Emily Post Institute says you got to obviously consider your budget, consider your relationship with the service provider. If you already tip each time you receive service, uh, maybe you don't do a holiday tip. It's like when I get my hair cut, typically... I would double my, I'd either double my usual tip for the last cut before the holidays or like I'd, you know, if the service, and I know what you guys are thinking, DeRush's haircut probably cost $12.50. <laughs> How much time could it take? Well, now post hair transplant. I mean, it takes a little longer, a little longer to cut the I, hair. I actually have a, a haircut one. My my hairdresser uh, had to have surgery mm. recently, and she, uh, she's out of commission for a few months. She sent to all of her clients a GoFundMe because she is a a contractor, right? A, a, right. A works for herself, doesn't have all that stuff. So all of the clients got a GoFundMe link while she is out. Oh, yeah. Weird. You feel I feel a little guilty for not putting anything in at this point. Now, we did have a house cleaner who was out with an injury, 
And so, she, like, she was out for about, for, like, two cleanings. Mm-hmm. And we paid, we did pay her a little extra yeah. when she came back. You know, just like, hey, I understand you weren't able to work. Like, here's a little something extra. That's nice. Our friend Ginny, who is moments away from retirement here at CCO, texts it, which let me just say, I appreciate that Ginny listens to this show. I'm not going to say who, but someone who works at this station was talking to me about our show and could, well, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I'm not going to say it. I started to say it. I'm like, I'm not going to say it. Not everybody listens to the show. Put it that way. Ginny tips her house cleaners and gives them cookies. She gives cookies to her letter carrier, trash guy, and recycling guy. I think that's pretty nice. People that sounds pro- about right. right? Uh, a, a mailman said tipping the mailman is very appreciated. <laughs> Do I tip the cashier at the gas station? Asked one texture. I, I have noticed at the gas station. Now, I don't usually go in. But when I do go in, I've noticed that you do get asked. <laughs> really? That's one place. That is one of the last vestiges that I have not seen. Every once in a while. I haven't seen it at the grocery store. I yeah, seen grocery that. store too, but I've never seen it at a gas station. See, now here's Matthew from South Minneapolis who is saying exactly, exactly what I thought. My letter carrier told me he couldn't accept any cash. And couldn't accept any gifts over $20. Sounds like they don't have a cool letter carrier. <laughs> Mine's pretty cool. <laughs> I said, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, tip all your delivery people. I do wish, like, obviously we have sort of uh you know, with all the Amazon deliveries and UPS deliveries we get, it's always it always seems like it's different people. And I sort of wished that, like, I if I had a regular delivery person, I would for sure tip that person. Here, here we go. Text. Who I tip? Postal carrier. Consider the federal government rules as merely suggestions. <laughs> this person does text the garbage and recycling, and yes, tape the envelope to the can. Tip the house cleaners, hairstylist, massage therapist, cat house sitter, and newspaper carrier. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. I think if you can, it's always it's always nicer to tip, right? Yeah, if you're able to. I mean, I mean, around the holidays, particularly, some of these, you know, cat house sitter. Don't you just you tip them regularly when you do it when they. But don't you like you double the tip? That's what I around the holidays. Yes. Yeah. That was usually my move. Like double the tip for the for the holiday. I guess I'd, I don't have enough experience with cat and house sitters. I would think just paying. No, we don't have a we don't we don't have a cat. Well, no dog, no cat, no fish. What were they there for? No, this is the texter who's oh. texting, not me. Oh, I thought. Oh, <laughs> like, why are you hiring? Right, no, fair question. Six five one four six one nine two two six. If you are tipping your non-existent cat or house sitter, I want to hear from you. Uh, We'll take a break and talk more about uh, your tipping suggestions next on CCO.
All right, let's get Linda on the air. Linda, thanks for calling. Holiday tipping. What are we doing? I'm exhausted by it. Didn't tips start out as for these poor servers who were making less, way less than minimum wage? Now all of a sudden we're paying people like the UPS guy. He makes probably almost six figures. Yeah. I mean, with with the newest UPS contract, I do think the average pay in a couple of years will be like one twenty or something like that. Not that they don't deserve it, but but it is true. They deserve it, but they're making a good living. I just don't. I don't. To me, it just seems exhausting. And if and if I only tip everybody, all those people, and I only give them each five bucks, is that going to really? I mean, yeah, they'll appreciate it. And it's nice, but I feel like a cheapskate giving them a five. Just bucks. a fiver. Yeah. I know, like that is that is some of the like the emotional drama in this, right? Where you're like, okay, yeah. if I give them ten or five, is that worse than giving them nothing? Exactly. That's all insulting. Yeah. And still, if you tip all these people, you're up to over a hundred dollars. Well, don't forget about your radio host. I mean, for sure. <laughs> Linda, thank you. I appreciate it. It is. It, it, I mean, if you can tip, I think it's always better to be generous. And I also empathize with people who are like, "I'm fatigued. I'm fatigued." I get it. It's Christmas, so if you got some extra, toss some people some extra, right? Laura's coming up in a minute on CCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.